Hello, this is Betty L from Camden Community Radio. And today we will be doing a piece on Audrey Lorde, a black feminist who was also a poet, writer, speaker and an activist. Audrey Lorde ignited and transformed black women's struggle and the feminist movement. She was born in New York to Caribbean immigrants and started writing poems from an early age. And by 20, she confirmed her identity as a poet and became an active participant in the lesbian and gay culture and the feminist movement. Recently, French Film Festival showcased a documentary on Audrey Lorde, Audrey Lorde, The Berlin Years. This documentary talks about Audrey's last years in Berlin before she died of cancer in 1992. It shows her role in the Afro-German movement. We have invited Sarah Ahmed to read us the introduction she gave at the French Film Festival. Hello and welcome. My name is Sarah Ahmed and I am delighted and honoured to introduce this film, Audrey Lord, The Berlin Years, directed by Dagmar Schultz and premiering in the UK today as part of Fringe, London's Gay Film Festival. Today is a very significant day. With this film, through this film, Audrey Lord enters the room. For some of you, this might be your first encounter with Audrey. For others, her words will already be interwoven with your memories. Audrey Lord, who was born in 1934 and who died in 1992 at the age of 58, 20 years ago this year. Audrey Lord, born in New York City, the daughter of Caribbean immigrants from Grenada. Audrey Lord, writer, activist, poet, scholar, mother, warrior, lesbian, black, woman, feminist. Audrey Lord, who always took the risk of naming herself, of asserting her right to exist in a world that made her existence difficult. In this film, Audrey Lord reaches out to each of us. We can hear her voice, follow her in her travels, as she walks down a street, laughs, talks, eats, dances, reads and even sings her poems. To have this footage of Audrey Lord in Berlin, a city she visited many times between 1984 and 1992, is an extraordinary gift. If this film allows Audrey to reach us, then it can allow us to extend her reach. I want to follow Audrey Lord's example and describe how her work came to matter to me personally. Audrey asks us to be personal, to refuse the refuge of distance and abstraction. I think of Audrey Lord and I think of those moments when a lifeline is thrown out to you. Those moments and what is given to you is what gives you a chance, a breathing space. A lifeline can be anything, or perhaps it is always something. The quiet words of an encouraging friend, an unexpected alliance with a stranger, the sounds of a familiar landscape, or of an unfamiliar one. A lifeline can be the words sent out by a writer, gathered in the form of a book. Words that you hang on to, that pull you out of an existence, that can, perhaps later, on another day, pull you into a more livable world. That's what it was like for me reading Audrey Lord's words as a student of colour in the early 1990s, especially the essays collected in Sister Outside Her and her extraordinary memoir, Zami. There is a great story about the back cover of Zami in the film, but I say no more. Your words, Audrey, were my teachers. You taught me to turn towards what was hard 
what made me feel out of place, alone or strange, to turn towards rather than away from what made life difficult. This film allows me to meet Audrey in another way. I never met her in person, even if I was taught by her words. And for that, I am so grateful. We can also reflect on why this film matters now as a way of keeping the legacies of Audrey Lorde alive. Even if we know about her influence in the 1970s and 1980s, we need to become open to receiving her influence today. I think this film offers such an opening. The film is specifically about Audrey's Berlin years and her influence and significance within Germany, how she was involved in creating a space in which Afro-German people could articulate a sense of their own histories, could find each other in the seas of whiteness, could create a sense of belonging. Through watching Audrey's Berlin years, through watching her at work, we can also reflect on the politics of black feminist and queer activisms today. I'll put some words as pathways or trails for reflection. First word, transnational. We get a sense from the film of transnational as an actual lived space populated by real bodies. Not a glossy word in a brochure, but a word that requires, involves work. We have to work to learn from others who do not share our language. We have to travel away from our comfort zones to listen, to open our ears. We learn especially the importance of a transnational black feminist politics, of what can happen when African-American and Afro-German women speak to each other, when women of colour across the diaspora speak to each other between generations, across time as well as space. We learn from differences about differences. We learn also that the national is transnational, that Germanness or Britishness is shaped by histories of empire and colonialism, which affect the very grounds upon which we live. Migrants who, in staying, leave bits and pieces of ourselves all over the place. Collective. This is a film about an individual activist, no doubt though one deeply immersed in a world with others. We hear the sounds of collectivity in the sounds of many voices, voices that, in speaking together, become even more audible. The film shows how we learn from each other by working with each other, how we achieve solidarity by not assuming solidarity. We get a sense that an individual life does matter, that Audrey is asking us, to ask ourselves what our life is, what our life can be. I think listening to Audrey also teaches us that what people call sometimes dismissively identity politics is a politics that we still need. How to claim an identity as women, as people of colour, as queers, in a world that still tends to equate human with male, white and straight is to challenge that world. From Audre Lorde we can think of identity as a political art, as poetry, as a way of inventing ourselves. Racism. Audre Lorde calls for us to attend to racism, to how violence falls against some more than others, those deemed out of place, as not from here. Violence against black people, 
immigrants, foreigners, strangers. Jules also asks us to think about how racism operates closer to home within our own political movements. Racism often works by the creation of the very impression that racism is over, that it is behind us. People of colour are often asked to get over racism. Audrey teaches us that racism is not over. If it is not over, then it is not the time to get over it. She gives us courage, and it takes courage, to use the word racism even when to use that word, that difficult word, is to be judged as creating the very problem you describe. Lesbian. I love how Audrey describes her love for women as a woman. At this moment, it might seem that the happiness of the queer umbrella makes the declaration of a lesbian identity less relevant. Audrey would teach us that lesbian can be an open address, how women desiring women in a world still organised around men and their desires matters. We might even need to insist on being lesbian in order to persist as lesbians, even when we happily enter queer spaces. Just listen to Audrey, very serious in her dyke desire, but also naughty and mischievous, always alive to queer possibilities. Feminist. Audrey showed us how feminism can be about new ways of being in the world, suggesting that if we do not use the master's tools, if we build with our own hands, we can create new dwellings. I do think of her as a feminist killjoy, willing to name sexism, to call attention to violence against women wherever, whenever it happens. Audre Lorde also speaks out as an angry woman of colour, willful in her willingness to expose racism within feminism, committed to showing how this exposure is necessary if white women and black women are to work together. And we learn from this film that the life of a killjoy can be a life full of joy, the joy of possibility, the joy of world creation. Audrey Lorde believed that poetry can be revolutionary because it can move us. It can make us feel, allow us to be vulnerable. She invites us to stay with the hard feelings, to refuse to be silenced by anger, to speak out of anger, to inhabit the despair of knowing the world you aim for will not be achieved in your lifetime, the hope of passing an aim onto others. The film is also full of the humour and the warmth of the lives and the friendships it reveals to us. There can be warmth in struggle. There can be kindness and patience in survival. Audrey shows us that survival is a radical project for those who are not meant to survive. Even Audrey Law's approach to cancer, to death, was to embrace life as a struggle. Perhaps the very struggle against injustice is what gives us the resources we need to build a more just world. These resources for survival might include a certain willingness to cause trouble, but also humour, love, a certain lightness of spirit. We can lighten our moods, we do lighten our moods, when we create the spaces to be with each other. Perhaps then we need to find ways of introducing ourselves to each other. So I, Sarah Ahmed, 
will introduce myself to you, Audrey Lord, woman of colour, mixed heritage, lesbian, queer, feminist, anti-racist, academic, activist, writer. I ask each of you in seeing this film to introduce yourself to Audrey. She is waiting to hear from you. Thank you. Denise from Camden Community Radio went to interview the women who attended the event to find out what they thought of the movie and if Audrey Lord is still relevant today to black women and feminism. What was your reaction to the film? It was a really amazing experience for me. I've got loads of, sort of Audrey Lord's books and never really had the space to really attack especially Zami, I picked it up, put it down, picked it up, put it down. And the film just sort of contextualised everything for me and what she represents. And it's inspired me to pick up those books and really read them carefully. I'm interested in, in, into the struggles of, of black women in Europe, especially. But um, Audre Lorde is just like a powerful representation of the African-American struggle, but also the women's struggle internationally. So um, it was an amazing experience to sort of see archival footage from the 80s and 90s and seeing it within an Afro-European perspective. And I, I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, I think what I enjoyed the most was seeing how full of joy she was. And that's something that Sarah Ahmed commented on at the beginning, that, you know, despite being a feminist killjoy, that she was still joyful. And I think for me, it, it's even from my own sort of personal uh, experience, I suppose, of being a feminist, it's, I, I found that important to remember not to just always be angry about something or depressed about something, but rather to actually find joy in it as well. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Audrey Lord was known in Germany for actually igniting the Afro-German movement. It's very good for me because I am Afro-German and I knew half of the people in the film, so it was very moving to see them speak and speak about their experience, and the footage was great. I enjoyed the film very much. I was very familiar with her U.S. presence and influence, so seeing the film from Berlin was, was really instructive for me, so yeah. And in fact, I knew some of the people in the film. So for me, it was um, interesting to hear them talk about it. And I, when she was there while they were young, because people I know now, I've met them years later, and I knew about the enduring influence. But it was nice to see some of that old footage of her presence actually in the country. So that was, that was lovely. It was really interesting to hear the women there saying, speaking about how they almost felt like they lacked an identity before she brought them to the realization of you know, who, how they could define themselves. Audrey is also known for her critique of black men who were misogynistic towards black women when fighting for civil liberties in the United States, and also criticizing white feminists who did not articulate black women's issue and often marginalized black women. In fact, Audrey often talked about identities. She always argued that women should not identify only with one struggle and how all women should acknowledge all their identities. She referred to herself in multiple ways. I am a black, lesbian, mother, warrior, poet, begins Audrey Lord. All women should care about all types of oppression that affect them. This could range from race, class, age, health, sexuality, ability, and so on. Audrey's work is still not familiar with many women, and this is true of all feminist work, but more so when it comes to black feminist works. Yet Audrey Lord has been a critical part of feminism, and she showed that ignoring women's experiences undermines the entire feminist movement. I was a little surprised at the number of people who hadn't heard of Audre Lorde prior to this. Um, so. Do you think it's because she's American that she's not that well known here? No, I think that, that, it, that it is a race issue. I think that communities of color are familiar with Audre Lorde and her work. Um, I think it's very um, an inspiration to all of us as a woman of color, as a lesbian, as, an, as a feminist. She's been 
her her words have been a, a critical part of our, our our my coming out process, my becoming a, a woman and, and growing up. But a lot of uh, communities who are not not of color, a lot of a lot of white communities um, are unfamiliar with her, and they haven't been exposed to her. Whether it's a lack of resources or or whether it's a lack of interest, I I, I don't know. I, about seven years living in Atlanta where um, I became quite involved with the black lesbian community there. And, and most of the women, um, I became involved with a, an African drumming group. And the members were a little bit older than me. I'm 35 myself. And so they were in their 40s, 50s. And um, Audrey Lord was, was very instrumental and, and a very big part of their lives as well. Audrey was known for her bravery and her insightful quotes and her continuous encouragement of women to always speak the truth and never conform. One of her most famous quotes is, your silence won't protect you, arguing that women need to break the code of silence surrounding their experiences and speak up. Audrey argued that women will get a backlash for speaking, but that it won't be harsher than the treatment women get from keeping silent. She spoke with all who tried to oppress her and did not understand her, and she has been widely criticized for this, yet she never stopped speaking and have shown her resilience and her optimism for life. Sarah Ahmed will now read us one of Audrey's poems. A Litany for Survival For those of us who live at the shoreline, standing upon the constant edges of decision, crucial and alone. For those of us who cannot indulge the passing dreams of choice, who love in doorways, coming and going in the hours between dawn, looking inward and outward, at once before and after, seeking a now that can breed futures, like bread in our children's mouths, so their dreams will not reflect the death of ours. For those of us who were imprinted with fear, like a faint line in the centre of our foreheads, learning to be afraid of our mother's milk, for by this weapon, this illusion of some safety to be found, the heavy-footed hoped to silence us. For all of us, this instant and this triumph, we were never meant to survive. And when the sun rises, we are afraid it might not remain. When the sun sets, we are afraid it might not rise in the morning. When our stomachs are full, we are afraid of indigestion. When our stomachs are empty, we are afraid we may never eat again. When we are loved, we are afraid love will vanish. When we are alone, we are afraid love will never return. And when we speak, we are afraid our words will not be heard nor welcomed. But when we are silent, we are still afraid. So it is better to speak, remembering we were never meant to survive. Okay, that's it. It's been great having you here, Sarah. Thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate it. Great having you.